Hello dear listeners. Welcome back to the Teen Town Talks, a podcast by iGen Plus for the teenagers about the teenage years. I'm your host Ayushi and joining me from the previous episode today are Vikas and Nibha. Continuing from our previous episode where we discussed about mental health, our understanding and challenges around it as well as the stigma, today we will try to understand how we can deal with it. Today we will try to understand it further and also how we can take small steps to make ourselves feel better and keep our mental health better. That the more we have conversations about suicide, the more we have conversations about mental health, about mm. uh, existential issues which uh, people face, which all of us face. Uh, yeah. Uh, the less people are inclined to be mentally ill and less people are inclined to commit suicide so i think i think it's a good thing that we are having this conversation like a personal view a lot of um people have started using terms like depression very openly it's used hmm. in like casual conversation like hmm. um i got bad marks in a test bro i'm getting depression and yeah that kind of takes the weight of the world away like if Correct. someone who actually suffers through it and they actually try seeking for help that hey i think i'm showing symptoms of so and so or depression for instance then people actually wouldn't take it very seriously yeah it's it's, it's been used in general conversations i i honestly feel like in some way we should like respect those words and we should yeah. know the weight of the words which we use so i'm completely is, okay with people going is. ahead and being like hey we're not feeling good but self diagnosis is also possible but using these words so openly kind of triggers me yeah it i agree and we use these words a lot more often and that kind of shifts the weight from the actual problems that somebody actually going through depression might be feeling the thing with our generation especially like you know is that we also have a strange sense of existential angst like when we speak of suicide it is uh, we assume that suicide is directly linked to depression and uh, in most of the cases it's not it is uh, suicide is very common but uh, many times it does not happen just because of depression it is sometimes people who are very convinced of their choice it's just that they lack courage to do it but they are very con- mm-hmm. convinced of the fact that life is not worth living and uh, i think that's a very existentialist question which is something which we all go through you know when you when you are experiencing life at at a, at a, at a stage when you're at a stage of life you feel like you know a sense of purposelessness a sense of meaninglessness mm. or a sense of pointlessness which you encounter especially when you have everything which you want you know and you feel all the more shitty about the fact that despite the fact that i have everything that I, i want i yet feel mm. pointless and meaningless so i remember when i was after my 12th iit exams when i couldn't i realized that i that i didn't get you know into the colleges which i wanted to 
and in fact i got into uh, iit coaching just because out of pressure not not it was not my parents but more of uh, a peer pressure that you know you're going to fail if you're not going to get into uh, yeah yeah and that i mean that affects people like like really seriously because i remember when i couldn't clear it i was i was i slipped into depression and i didn't even know that you when the thing about depression is that you don't even know that you're depressed consider yourself as a failure that was my experience and i think it mm. takes you know it takes I, a lot to get I out of that i strongly believe in this that we shouldn't really you know this whole thing that mental health will be cured if you go ask for help i feel like we're kind of handicapping our situation yeah Mm-hmm. even though availing help is definitely the option to go currently even though we live in metropolitan cities it's not available to everyone uh, to those who are available and can have it are lucky fortunate and it's almost like they have a they have a really good shot at improving themselves yeah. but to those who aren't we shouldn't handicap them by saying that hey if you have any mental health issue it can only be completely gone from your life by seeking professional help yeah another one which like we of a lot of us are fortunate to not experience is mental health because of a physical ailment or like physical yeah. sickness yeah so yeah. i mean i actually like um i was recently i, I saw an interview of sara holland and i did not know this about her but she underwent like 16 surgeries for a kidney mm-hmm. can like she had really bad kidneys and mm-hmm. she's like at one point of time i didn't feel like living because she got a donor kidney and her body rejected it and that's literally rejecting life the possibility to live yeah so mm-hmm. i mean you know at one we really have to look at all if we're going into something we need to look at it from all its perspectives and we have to ho- look at the whole spectrum right so yeah we should totally throw light on the fact that there's so many people out there who are fighting on so both ends as a society as a community you also need to strive towards building a healthy society building a healthy community. yeah that's true that's and that can happen true. if you are if you keep yourself healthy if you take care of yourself if you are um loving and caring towards yourself and if you're not self-loathing yeah. don't see yourself with contempt and that can well, happen it's very hard yes and i think that can happen not just through independence independence is definitely but independence is often related to interdependence it's not that you shut yeah. yourself out from your friends but you are in some ways yeah. sharing uh, emotions and allowing emotions to reside in the spaces and not in the individual and that's but we shouldn't in- yeah tell me but we shouldn't like we shouldn't completely expect that residing in residing our feelings and emotions in someone else is going to help us especially no, not someone is in pain it's in it's in the space between two people it does not belong to either of them like when i said if i'm if i'm angry it is yeah something it is not about me or it's not about you it's the, it's about the space between us anger is something yeah. between two people or three people or inside the space so yeah once you start seeing you it, it it once you start seeing things in that way it completely gives an alternative view of how we can deal how how things it 
in some ways it it takes off a huge burden it's like a relief okay that you know my problems mm, are done and done problem you know it is in fact like it belongs to the space so it's fine it is okay i need not take that stress or i need not take that burden i have of course responsibility yeah. of a lot of things and responsible to you know you're responsible to each other we have in some ways uh, a kind of a moral obligation to take care of ourselves and the ones around us but that does not mean that i'm burdened with my own emotions my emotions are also belong to the air and to the space around don't own too much of your emotions you know it's like that it's like saying you you own your emotion quite a lot in fact your emotion is too frivolous and it belongs to the space and the air around you yeah so i think what is also very important is whatever you are dealing with the very important step is to just accept it a lot of times we are told that oh you know let just let it just be or we'll be told that you should not be feeling this way you should not be feeling that way but it's very important at the first stage to first stage to just accept that okay yes this is what's happening but a second stage comes where you need to see this is something i uh, i attended an art of living workshop and they told there that acceptance is the first step but acceptance also has two branches to it whether you want to accept something actively or you go ahead with a passive acceptance you've accepted this has happened gracefully but then now you think that okay what is it that i can do about it buddha has also said you know that's the first truth life is suffering yes it is but do you have something which justifies your suffering hmm and if you have something that justifies all your tragedies all your losses and if you and, and if that allows you to endure it then that is a good enough purpose and meaning you have yeah. and that adds a lot of value i'll tell you one more thing one more interesting <laughs> trivia i started feeling really relieved and good once i started growing my hair because as you said you are like you know you were asked to conform to certain norms and like boys are in some ways asked to have short hair like my relatives and my people around me my family around mm-hmm. me still insists on me having shorter hair but then once i started growing my hair i realized my anger also disappeared like i my the, the volatile temper which i had just vanished once i started doing all kinds of crazy practices <laughs> like roaring in front of the mirror and growing my hair so it it does impact like you know how you feel about yourself like when you when you dress when you take a bath and dress well it impacts your confidence it it it, it allows you to be much more at peace the way you look at yourself and i think that's really important. yeah honestly you dress good you feel good i when i started personally paying more attention to you know things which were good around me it's not just things which were bad but things which were good around me and then i realized that you know it it has an effect on you you can also yeah. perhaps maintain a diary or kind of a journal where you can daily note down things which are which are great which you're grateful for which which you think like you know if you start noting down things we'll have so many things which we are grateful for and i think that does have an impact on how we live and how we behave and how we 
that's so mature like whenever i have a bad day i just eat ice cream <laughs> like <laughs> what what i do that like, too wrong coughs i treat myself yeah, with whatever i feel favorite thing <laughs> yeah exactly treat yourself even though mental health is extremely important yeah. it also really depends on our perception yeah right you know we can we can help ourselves greatly by honestly looking at the silver lining of Absolutely. any situation totally and that changes also it it is true that the more you pay attention to uh, great things and generosity and silver linings around you the more things start moving in that trend and in in that direction it's not that you're staying blind to the uh, ugly realities but having those in <laughs> mind at the back of your mind when you start paying attention to these silver linings it i mean things start moving towards that end even a small word of encouragement just changes like i have experienced it i have been at my lowest points in life and i didn't even know where this encouragement comes from just a word from this unexpected person it could be a mentor it could be somebody whom you don't like it could be somebody whom whom you like or anywhere and just that phrase of encouragement or a phrase of motivation just completely refreshes your mood for like the next couple of weeks or even a month or a year or so because it, it changes a lot and i think when you when you realize that these small things small things which we say and do to each other make such huge impacts i think we should do this more often to each other yeah that's what i think i think while people say that uh, we don't treat mental health as physical health uh, they also need to understand that we if we have a physical ailment we also have treatments and we try to at least have that optimism that you know yes it might get treated through this similarly with mental yeah. health we also need to have that bit of an optimism that yes i'm going through this i might take my own time but i can come out of this exactly and you sort of healing healing is not a one day process it takes a ton of time and we need to like wait through it Yes and also i read this somewhere that when you are healing through something it is it is almost like an everyday work you might feel you are all right some day and the other day you might feel like you are back to it again but it is yeah. about working on yourself with yourself every day finding those smallest things for yourself exactly yeah. and of oh course God. seeking professional help when you are definitely in need of it Yeah, there, there is serious issues i think there are serious issues when we speak of mental health also and absolutely seek help otherwise if you think that there is there are a lot of things which you can do to yourself with yourself with your friends that should also be done and i think that's that's something which we all can do for sure at the least like yeah. if, if we draw like a physical health comparison with it it's like you might assume something to be a strain but it's actually a fracture yeah so right. we shouldn't be it's there's no harm in cross checking yeah yeah but there are you know people who are seriously i mean suffering from mental health issues like deep mental health issues needs professional treatment and professional help but for otherwise our day i mean usual existential lengths what we can do is like take care of ourselves and the people around us Yeah. So you know I if we had to like sum it up for an individual on how we should treat and deal with mental health yeah. I feel like just by being supportive yeah. and mm-hmm. just by being conscious 
you're doing a great deal of help to yourself and a yeah. person in need yeah. yeah awareness is coming in our society as well and hopefully that is something we again as individuals should do or can do to ensure that that awareness and acceptance enhances yes and keep talking yeah. about it the more we talk about it the more people around us and friends around us family neighbors get aware of it so yeah the more the more it the more light is sh- like the more light it receives the more it's going to like yeah be it the more normal it's going to get yeah and i think that is what is the most important right now to make to not make mental health stay a stigma anymore yeah, yeah. wisdom is in you i think that's what uh, wisdom is in you the strength is in you and the hope is also in you you just need to acknowledge that while you have to acknowledge that yes you have something going on with you something is troubling you you are struggling with something it is important also to acknowledge that the power also is within you it might take time the power is invested in you yeah. yes may the force be with you because it's always with you it is within you yes it's invested in you so yes. it is with you i think there's definitely a lot we can still talk about but we've talked about pretty much and hopefully the teenagers can also feel that one they're not alone and two that they can accept and they have the power within invested in themselves for sure like we all have got it in us but seriously don't stress about anything whatever seems like a big issue right now isn't going to be an issue like literally 6 months from now so chill eat ice cream Well, thank you so much for this, you guys. Thank you for joining us, Nibha. To more such yeah, conversations. I... With this, we come to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining in, and we are hopeful that you could relate with the conversation and will go back. with some learnings about how you can deal with it and how it is absolutely all right to feel whatever you are feeling but remember you will come out of it till then take care and stay strong